You're listening to the All Sport Breakfast Podcast with Darcy Waltergrave from Newstalk ZB. We're going to hit the ground running with these flames at our feet. These flames belong to Fred de Jong as we look back at the first couple of days of the World Cup, which has definitely, definitely hit the ground running. Fred, welcome to the program. They couldn't have asked for a better start. Before we talk about any other games, you've got to talk about the football ferns. They couldn't have scripted this better if they tried, surely. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think uh, the organisers would have been smiling from ear to ear um, after the Ferns' performance um, in the opening game. Full house um, and a victory for the Ferns that uh, was completely out of the blue, but fully deserved. I thought sitting on the ground, I thought they they were tremendous. They were amazing. I thought the tactics they got were... Um, spot on, they just didn't let Norway settle and they scored a wonderful goal um, that set the stadium alight, which was uh, which was a terrific occasion. Absolutely it was, it's 10 past 7. Let's look back before we look forward to the games that have already taken place, 64 games in total. Uh, we've gone through a handful of them already, obviously that's that game too. Uh, last night uh, Spain underlined their potential for this World Cup. Australia had a victory too, even though they haven't got one of their superstars. Tell us about the opening few games, Fred. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, on both sides of the Tasman, um, the results went the way of the hosts, which was, uh, you know, a terrific opening for the tournament. As I said, um, Australia made heavy work of their win against Ireland. I think everyone was expecting a much uh, easier path in, the, in that game, but Sam Kerr sitting on the sideline with a calf injury, that is a massive blow to Australia. Um, you know, one of the best strikers in the world, uh, Sam Kerr, and she's pulled a calf in the last training before the World Cup. Won't be sighted, they're saying, until the um, until the, the knockout stages, so probably will miss their first um, three games. Um, definitely won't play in the next game. Um, so that is a massive blow for Australia. Not just uh, not just for what she brings on the pitch, but um, you know psychologically, she's she's the one who scores all their goals. And so you could see they they scored off a penalty, but yeah, they need they certainly need her back if they're going to go deep into the tournament. But for them, you know, a, a good win. And then um, I thought of the other games: Spain, Spain against Costa Rica, Spain winning three 0 They really showed what they're about. Um, Builder, their coach has got them just passing, very short, intricate passing. They're the best, most accomplished side of the, the five games so far. Um, they were good. Um, Aitana Bomati and a late, a late cameo from um, their real star, Alexia Putalis. Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're good. They're, they're decent. And so I uh, expect to see them um, do good things in this tournament. Other than that, Nigeria and Canada. Canada will be disappointed with the draw against Nigeria in the law. And uh, the Swiss-Philippines game, which is important for New Zealand's um, prospects, obviously, um, being in the same group. I thought um, Switzerland made quite heavy work of uh, putting away the, the Philippines 2-0. I thought uh, you know New Zealand have got not a lot to fear from either of those two sides, but still have to the job done to get out of the group. Do you think that New Zealand coped well with the rather physical aggression that the Vikings brought to the party at Eden Park? Do you think they stood up well to that? Because it did get a little testy from times. Oh, no, I thought, I thought New Zealand were, were great in, in all aspects of that game. I thought tactically they, 
they I was expecting a lot more from Norway. I thought I actually thought both sides struggle with the pace of the pitch because in these tournaments, obviously FIFA they they cut the the grass gets cut very very short. It, it gets obviously it's watered. It's water, it's wet around here anyway. Um, so <laughs> there's there's no trouble with too much with watering the pitches at the moment. Um, so the the ball's flying around on on the surface, and I thought both sides actually struggled early on with the pace of the pitch. But um, New Zealand adapted much, much better. I was disappointed in Norway. I thought they were so passive in the game. They just dropped off the, the New Zealand team. And New Zealand said, thank you very much. We will, we will get it wide, knock it down the channels into Hannah Wilkinson, who was trying to run in behind. And that, those tactics, that, that worked really well. And in the middle of the park, um, Steinmetz and Rhea Percival, Betsy Hassett, dominated the middle of the field um, when numerically they probably shouldn't have. And that was a real that was a real key to the game in the middle of the park. We won every second phase ball. And as I say, Norway, very passive. And they paid the price for that. And to top it all off, it was a wonderful goal. You know, bursting down the right Jackie hand and then, and then drilling a perfect pass in to Hannah Wilkinson to put away. Let's yeah, look good, forward good to night. today. Let's uh, tie this up. We've got three games on today. Zambia take on Japan tonight. England take on Haiti uh, later on tonight at 9.30. Uh, the big fixture of the day, though, is at Eden Park. We thought it was heaving on Thursday night. United <laughs> States, Vietnam. This will be huge. Yeah, absolutely. First, first look at the USA team. Uh, there'll be a lot of people there, and I think it'll be a lot noisier um, because they, they'll certainly bring a lot to the game, the, the USA supporters. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll, uh, the expectation is they will make mincemeat out of Vietnam. We've seen um, this is Vietnam's first time in the tournament, and we are going to see the big guns of the USA team, like Rose Lavelle, Alex Morgan, Sophia Smith, the, young, the younger players coming through with uh, Trinity Rodman as well. Um, so that'll be that's that's a big big fixture. Um, I mean, it's not not result wise, but you know, just to see the the USA team um, come out for their first, first first match in the tournament will be great. Other than that, it'll be nice to see. Um, we'll be good to see England up against Haiti, and whether they can show the form that won them the Euros a couple of years ago. And the Zambians take on the Japanese in Hamilton, and that winds up uh, the day's play. It's promising so much, and already it's got off to a right snorter. You're a happy man, Fred Dion. <laughs> yeah, certainly are. I'm watching a bit of football at the moment, which is uh, which is nice. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, you got you got four games today. There's three games for the next five, six, seven, eight, two weeks. So, um, nah, it's uh, it's awesome. Tournament's got off to a cracking start. And, um, you know, the, for all the talk of ticket sales and that, there was a good crowd in yesterday at the Spain-Costa Rica game down at the Caketon. And so, yeah, I'm ho- hopefully as the tournament builds, which is, which is the expectation, as people get to know the teams and follow the fortunes of those teams, they'll go along. And I'm sure, I'm sure that at the end of the tournament, people look back and go, you know, we, we did a good job in hosting this tournament and we got out and we supported the teams really well. For more from the All Sport Breakfast with Darcy Waltergrave, listen live to Newstalk ZB on Saturday mornings or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.